Smartwatches, the good, the bad and the ugly. Marta Cecchinato et al. Abstract. Wearable computers are expected to become the next big thing, but popular press is divided on whether they will be successful. In this paper, we review the existing literature on one type of wearable, smartwatches, and extend their definition, in addition to highlighting the need to understand users' everyday appropriation of these technologies. We present initial findings from an ongoing interview study with 10 early adopters. That is, to our best of, the best of our knowledge, the first to investigate why and how people use smartwatches in real life. We describe everyday use of smartwatches, highlight the added value seen by users, and identify the limitations to mass adoption as expressed by current users. Introduction Wearable computers, a body-worn computer that is designed to provide useful services while users performing other tasks, are expected to become the next big thing, but popular press is divided on whether they'll be successful. In November 2013, Forbes magazine claimed 2014 would be the year of wearables, and Time magazine dedicated the September 2014 cover of story to wearable technologies. However, in June 2014, Fortune magazine published an article on why 2014 is not the year of wearables, suggesting the anticipated wearable revolution had not lived up to expectations. Commercial wearable computers include wrist-worn devices such as activity trackers and smartwatches, along with health monitors. Market predictions indicate that fitness tracking device sales will drop from 70 million in 2014 to 68.1 million in 2015, as smartwatches become more popular, offering communication features in addition to activity and health monitoring. With the release of the Apple Watch in early 2015, smartwatches may be on the verge of mass popularity. In this paper, we discuss commercially available smartwatches where adoption is still in its infancy. Existing research reports studies that suggest improvements to smartwatch hardware and software. Yet, very little research has been done on users' adoption of these devices. In this paper, we update the definition of smartwatches and present initial findings from an ongoing study on how early adopters appropriating commercial smartwatches into their everyday life. What is a smartwatch? The first smartwatch is considered to be the IBM Linux watch, launched in 2000. During the past 15 years, smartwatches have developed and now offer greater functionality. In 2012, the Pebble smartwatch was launched on a crowdfunding website, and since then, smartwatches have received growing attention from the popular media. Over the past two years, more than 20 smartwatches have been released, and there is great anticipation for the Apple Watch, due to be released in 2015. Previous definitions of smartwatches have been superseded by a current definition, by current devices, and so we suggest the following updated definition. Smartwatch is a wrist-worn device with computational power that can connect to other devices via short-range wireless connectivity, provides alert notifications, collects personal data through a range of sensors and stores them, and has an integrated clock. Related work. To the best of our knowledge, no study has looked at how users actually make use of smartwatches, which are sold as devices to get information you want conveniently on your wrist and to stay connected to things that matter. Several studies have looked at how hardware and software may be improved in smartwatches. However, few have looked at the user experience of such devices, focusing primarily on specific use cases. For example, Yetel studied the accessibility implications of mainstream wearable technologies using a prototype wristband. Although the focus was not just on wrist-worn devices, they did find that small, easily accessible and discrete wearables 
could help people with visual impairments retrieve information and participate in social interactions. One concern for wearables is the privacy and security issue that may arise. Instead of focusing on software improvements, Mijakovsky et al. developed a proof-of-concept application for the Pebble smartwatch to highlight the broader security implications. Their use-case scenario involves dishonest students who collaboratively cheat real-time in real-time on multiple-choice exams. The privacy implications must also be considered as wearable devices are beginning to be used by companies to process customer information. For example, airline companies have started trialling wearable devices such as Google Glass or Sony Smartwatch 2 to handle passengers' information. Jiang et al. conducted a pioneering study on tick delivery life scenario. They compared the impact of drivers of notifications provided on a Pebble smartwatch and a smartphone. In their simulation, lab-based study, they measured glance duration on the two devices using three distracting conditions, notifications, simple notifications, and interactive notifications, and four driving scenarios comparing results within subjects. Findings show that users had longer glances when using the watch, suggesting that smartwatches may be more detrimental to driving performance. Overall, this study highlights how there are potential differences in how drivers modulate their interactions with a smartwatch compared to a smartphone. Another potential real-life use case of smartwatches was studied by Bernate et al., where they developed an app to digitally augment interactions in an office environment. They implemented their app on a Samsung Galaxy Gear watch for the purpose of performing common office actions such as knocking on someone's door without losing too much time. Such an implementation has the potential for reducing unintended interruptions in the office. Despite being valuable and necessary studies, the previous work presented in this section relates to specific use case scenarios and does not consider everyday use. Smart, wrist-worn devices introduce the opportunity to explore how new research areas and mobile user experience because, unlike mobile devices, wearables are more discreet and allow minimal interfaces between user and task. To the best of our knowledge, this is the first study that reports findings on why and how people use smartwatches in real life. By conducting exploratory interviews with early adopters, we are able to identify why people are buying them, the added value and the limitations for mass adoption. Method we conducted 10 semi-structured interviews with early adopters of smartwatches. Participants were recruited through flyers, advertisements on social media, and online groups and by word of mouth. They completed a recruitment survey to be selected for the interview. Selection criteria involved owning a smartwatch for at least three weeks, living in the UK, and being over 18. Participants were all males with ages ranging from 26 to 63. Occupations included PhD student, software engineer, business development manager, chief innovation officer, design evaluation specialist, UX consultant, UX researcher, commercial manager, and design evaluation specialist. 90% of participants were educated undergraduate degree level or higher. Overall, participants reported experience with, experiences with the following smartwatches. Pebble, Moto 360, LG G-Watch, and Samsung Gear S. As an incentive to take part in the study, participants were entered into a prize raffle for one of three £25 Amazon vouchers. Findings presented in this paper are a result of an ongoing thematic analysis of the data. In the recruitment survey, participants all define themselves as either innovators or early adopters, and one participant considers himself as part of the early majority category. Questions of the recruitment survey also included who bought the smartwatch? How long have you used a smartwatch for? And do you own a traditional watch? 
Only two participants paid full retail price for their smartwatch. Two participants received one through their work, and the rest bought them at a discounted price. They all reported owning their smartwatch for at least three weeks. Confirming their self-classification as innovators or early adopters in the survey, the main reason for getting a smartwatch was curiosity. It's what's next, participant five. I wanted to be one of the first people to try those things because it was promising things that we have never experienced. And we are not clear how it will make our life easier and more difficult. Participant eight. The one participant who considered himself part of the early majority bought his Pebble because it was one of the few that did sleep monitoring. Smartwatch aesthetics. The aesthetic appeal of smartwatches is considered an important factor because I cannot have the same watch for every occasion. It sort of looks weird. In fact, some participants also own traditional watches and four of them report wearing these occasionally. However, personal preference still has a large impact on design and the same watch is not considered aesthetically appealing by all participants. The pebble is pretty unassuming looking. It doesn't really look like, uh, oh, look at that fancy piece of tech. A bit uncomfortable with some of the Android watches though because some of them are quite ostentatiously kind of like look at this techno widget gizmo thing participant one the round face the form factor of 360 made it an easy choice participant five smartwatch use in everyday life the way people use a smartwatch is independent is dependent on personal preferences the participants variously reported that they used their smartwatch for notifications as an augmented traditional watch the health tracker an entertainment device or a combination of the above. The following three examples demonstrate ways in which participants have appropriated their watch. Now I uh, I can leave my smart my phone somewhere with the volume turned off, plugged in and charging. If someone sends, sends me a message, I can, I can see someone's messaged me. I can see who it is and decide whether I care to go and see what the long message is about or just ignore them if they're not important. Participant three. I uh, I jogged home last night. I was running three apps at the same time. So the first time I ran home, I had Google Maps running. I was also running Spotify. So I had my phone in my rucksack with the headphones in my ears and the watch on my wrist. Spotify is playing tunes, delivering me entertainment. And then I've got RunKeeper as well to track my progress. It's kind of like a, a brilliant trim variant. Participant five. Uh, a lot of the time I use uh, actually use my Pebble as a watch. It's really important for me. I can't tell the time, so... The watch face on the pebble that says in words what time it is. That was one of the first watch faces they mocked up and I thought, oh my god, I need to have this. Participant 1. Added value and limitations to smartwatch use. Overall, several participants noted the main benefit of having a smartwatch to be less dependent on one's smartphone, especially in social situations. I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that it's changed my life in the last 30 days. I'm less rude, I don't take my phone out of my pocket when I'm with people, I stop doing what I call smartphone Fos Fosbury flop. You know, the high jump move where somebody will lean backwards in their chair in order to make room to get their phone out of their pocket. Participant 5. It means I'm quicker at seeing text messages, but I'm probably less likely to actually write a response. Participant 1. It means I'm not hanging out with people and always checking my phone. Participant 3. In public, people prefer the fact you look at the watch as opposed to the fact you're looking at a phone. Participant 4. However, despite recognising the added value of unobtrusive notifications, participants acknowledge that smartwatches are still in the early stages and therefore only suit early adopters. I don't really think there is much of a reason for them. Participant 2. The intention is nice. They want you to keep your phone away. 
it's a really tiny device on you that sort of monitors you and pushes all your information or important notifications to you. But uh, but even though all that is promised, it still feels like it's halfway. It's quite odd that they have this thing they call smartwatch, but isn't in any way smart. Participant six. I would recommend people not buy them. It's not like the original iPhone. I think the smartwatch is kind of in that phase. Unless you really want to play with it, really don't bother. Participant one. Discussion and conclusion. In this paper, we've extended the definition of smartwatches and presented initial findings from an ongoing interview study with 10 participants who have used a smartwatch for at least three weeks. Despite coming from an all-male sample of primarily mid-30s users with careers in technology, these findings represent the first to consider everyday use of smartwatches. As suggested by our title, we can summarise our main results about early adopters and the use of smartwatches as the good. In the paper, we emphasise the added value of smartwatches in being able to retrieve unobtrusive notifications in social situations, hence reducing mobile phone dependency. The bad. Despite the general appreciation for inconspicuous notifications, early adopters from this study are still confused as to what the real benefit of a smartwatch is. When comparing to a smartphone, they do not offer enough additional functionality in order to, in order to take them off for mass adoption. The ugly? Aesthetics, aesthetic desirability of smartwatches highly depends on personal preferences. As our participants pointed out, smartwatches have not entirely replaced traditional watches and users have different opinions about what a smartwatch should look like.